What's up, guys? Welcome back to SRA. She rises above a place where women can get together and share mental health advice, their truth, and about Jesus. Today's episode is titled Take Many Seats. I chose this because I had had some moments in my life where I was like, okay, girl, you need to take a seat or several. Today is a very special episode because we have a very first special guest, Miss Valerie Martinez. Val is on this episode because she's one of my oldest friends. And I think that she's always just been my spiritual friend. I feel like we have many different friendships as we grow up and as we go through our different seasons. And so with Val, um, from a young age, we both had this relationship with God. And when the whole world was doing something completely opposite, um, she was the person that I feel I never was alone with. Like, I think that whenever we went through anything, we could always talk and we could always just relate on that same common ground. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely how I would describe our friendship too. (laughs) Thank you. I'm excited. I mean, you're the only person I would ever do this for. What you're doing is super cool. And I just know that it's going to grow a lot. And I'm super excited to be a part of it. Thank you for pushing and pushing all the time for me to do things like this. I know that it's bigger than I am. And I know that it's, 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 it's for the, for, for a lot of good. So I'm excited. Let's do this. You're you're here. I love it guys. This episode is going to be funny because every time (laughs) it's a party, it's always a party. Okay. So starting (laughs) off the episode, I wanted to ask you a question And that question is, what is something that you feel like God has been working with you on lately? And it doesn't mean you have to have it mastered or that you're perfect in it, but just something that you can share that everybody will relate to. I think for me recently in the season that I have been in lately, one of the things that God's been kind of just like walking me through is something so simple. Um, And it's, something that I think we learned early on in our relationship with God and in our spiritual journey is seeing myself as he sees me. Um, And that's a a lot. There's a few things that fall into that, but I think that they all roll up into the same purpose. I think for me, he has been really reinforcing me to see myself as his daughter, Um, his daughter who he protects, who he guides and who he listens to. You know, growing up without the presence of my earthly father sometimes gets me in a habit of needing to be in control a lot of times and having a huge fear of rejection, which I'm sure we'll get into more later. But that leads into um, God just reminding me that I also must see myself as a woman who is good enough. In general, just he's really been kind of been taking me back to basics. Mm-hmm. to show me this is who you are in me um, and don't and just not allowing the other opinions and versions of myself that people have of me to kind of cloud that yeah that's good that's good I feel like all of us go through that in like some sense like we all have to end up going back to the basics of our relationship with God because we get so clouded by just society in general and what we see online and wanting to be the best. I get that. 
Um, so to get into today's episode, we're going to take some seats. Uh, we're going to talk about God's plan in our lives. Uh, this first episode, or the first episode, I talked about failed plans and honoring them and understanding that if we switch our perspective, we can accept that we <clears throat> are where we need to be and that it's not about all the past. But now we're going to get into the now, the future, um, and just talk about like our season right now. Like we're, we're in a season where we're growing, right? We're getting back to the basics for where we want to be with God or we're trying to get to that place, right? And like you said, like handling trauma is not always the easiest. And I don't think we're taught or like programmed that from a young age. Most of us are trying to figure it out as we go and we're not the best at it. You know, for me, like with my kids, just because I tell you guys that, you know, I sit and I talk to them about emotions doesn't mean that that happens every single time. Like <laughs> I wish I could be the perfect person, but you know, I'm not most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I have a verse here. It's Proverbs 16, 9. It says, within your heart, you can plan your future, but the Lord chooses the steps that you take to get there. Um, that's the passion translation. And I just want to get into that because I feel like me and you have this joke where you used to be like, you'd call me like God's plan, like the Drake song. You'd be like, okay, God's plan. Because I want to talk about it from two different perspectives. <laughs> the perspective of like when you're finally excited that you have all these plans ahead of you and things are kind of moving um, and you're a little nervous. And then the other side of it where maybe you feel like this other person in front of you has it all together. And because they know their five-year plan, like now all of a sudden you're in a space where you don't, you feel like you have nothing going for you. Nothing is together in your mind and you're just panicking. Yeah. I think that's something really real. And I know that you and I have had a lot of conversations around that. Um, for me personally, it's something that I've struggled with. I think a lot more recently too. I've, I've been going through a lot of transitions lately. Um, a lot of big life changes um i've i feel like just within my womanhood i've been walking into new doors and in a lot of ways sometimes what that makes you do is look around and see how you kind of measure up to the other people that are in your circle or that you see online um and that's that can be dangerous um because i think that that just opens the opportunity for um, for lies to kind of enter our minds about who we are, what we're supposed to be doing, or what society tells us we're supposed to be doing, um, when we are really set to be on a narrow path. So um, I think it's something that's definitely very relevant in, in like my season right now, and just really having to, again, back to my original point, just see myself in the way that God sees me um, so that I can stay connected to, to that purpose. Yeah. I think that like so quickly and so easily, can we just like jump into other people's plans and kind of like put ourselves in their vision? And um, I don't know, like for me, I know that I got married super young. And so I had always said like, I want to get married when I'm young and I want to have kids when I'm young. 
And so much so that like, yeah, it happened. <laughs> but it happened where it's like, now that I'm older, I'm like, wow, like, thank God I married, married Carlos. Like, he's such a good person. Um, but we were so, so young. But then it, it's funny now. Like, thank God we're in a good place where we're both like emotionally able to communicate and grow and heal together. But I like... Not that I forced myself into that so young, but like I totally could have taken the time, you know, like I, I could have done a ton of other different things, but it just so happened that like I really felt like I had to push into that. And so I did. No regrets, <laughs> but I can definitely say and like be transparent that I, since I was young, I just thought that that's what I needed to do and needed to be. And <clears throat> you're my friend and you are dating someone right now. But like, we've had this conversation before where it's like, okay, well, all my friends are married with kids. No, totally. Yeah. Like that's definitely something that, and that's that a, comes up. Like that's a, from society. Like what I mean, like we have all these plans. Yeah. You literally took the thought out of my brain because I think even, I mean, look, I'm Latin and Anytime I walk into a family reunion, it's where's the husband? Where are the children? What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, can you guys let me like live my life first? Or like let me work and you know, try to like stabilize myself. <laughs> like it's such a pressure that we feel so early on as little girls that there's a certain progression that needs to happen in your life um and I struggled with that because I never really identified with that picture um I didn't grow up in like the traditional home with like a mom and a dad and like I just saw different I saw life I think a little bit differently than like most of my closest friends and I'm actually thankful for that because they were able to open my eyes to a lot of things that I wasn't around and vice versa. But yeah, like there's definitely those thoughts of like, well, paying all of my, but not all, but pretty much most of like my best friends are married and they have children and they have their houses that they bought. And like, I'm here just booking flights, working 50, 60 hours a week, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> and and it, it sometimes it's like you put a damper on that and like you forget to look at all of the things that are working for you like I think um well it's almost it, like imagine if you if you had pushed for it and it would have been with the wrong person exactly and I think about that too and I'm I, that's why I say like I would never change my journey ever because I think that where I am today I can truly like sit take I can take my seat and really <laughs> like say you know God like I have such a beautiful life I am not without anything and I can really love and um appreciate where I am because I I think it's easy to to focus on well, why don't I have this? And why didn't you bring me to this? And how come you're blessing her with that and not me? And what am I doing wrong? And me that I struggle with rejection so much and I am such a people pleaser. A lot of times um, I feel the need or no, I feel in my mind that I'm doing something wrong. And that's why I'm not being blessed 
which is totally not the truth, but though that's the enemy that comes in and, and uses that pain that I've had yeah. or that I had when I was young to reinforce like, you know, well, if you would have, if you would have been a better daughter, if you would have been a better Christian, if you would have been better this, then maybe you would have had that. Maybe you would have been happier. Maybe you wouldn't be dealing with anxiety or depression. And those dark thoughts really start to, to shape themselves, um, especially when you're in such transitional periods. Yeah, I think that just like sends everyone down a shame spiral. And like, whether it be like being single or careers or just in general, like not being enough and having that shame. Like, it, like I said in the last episode, like you really have to be intentional about what you let on your mind and your heart because you will start to believe those things. You know, those are the things that if you let them, it's a, I mean, it's a seed too, you know, They'll, it'll grow in you. And then you'll just continue to always walk in that way and think in that way. And then eventually one day you're looking around and everything is so negative and dark and it's like, okay, well, how can we get ourselves out of that? But I think like, I'm glad you shared that because it's real. And it's funny because I like, I guess when the last time you visited me, we were talking about this and I just was like amazed because when I talk to you, when I look at you, like I admire you, not only because you're my friend, but the person that you are, because even at this point, like you've made it, I think throughout our whole friendship, you've made it your own mission to better yourself, to, you know, dive into your emotions little by little to take your time. Like, even though it might not seem like you just want to dive straight into talking about things, I think that you've always made it your mission to like figure out your own path and how to explain yourself or talk about your emotions or whatever you're going through. And I think that's been beautiful to see. Um, and I know that like the basis of how we end up feeling after all this is exhausted <laughs> because it's exhausting <laughs> continuously thinking like I should be doing this or what can I do with that? Yeah, that's, it's really hard. And so we go into this whole thing talking about, you know, God's, God's plan. And, and now I wanted to enter into just like rest and, and what does, what does rest mean to you? I mean, I think rest for me, the definition of rest has definitely changed. And I think mostly because in the most recent months, I guess, I have been faced with certain mental health issues that I didn't know were there. So when you're in kind of this discovery mode of like, oh, I struggle with this or, oh, I've been avoiding this for a long time. Um, or, you know, I don't remember the last time I sat down and even had time with, with God. Like there's definitely been really real moments like that. Yeah. And I think in a lot of ways, I was never intentional about rest. I mean, I, I considered rest. I got my eight hours of sleep. I'm good. Hey, I got my weekend off, back to work. <laughs> Whereas now um, I'm learning that active rest is so much more mental than physical too. Um, it for me requires an actual transfer and surrender of trust to God with all the things that, that are keeping me from mental rest. Yeah. It's been such a, an intentional release of like, Worrying is not going to add another moment to my life. 
It's not going to solve my problem today or tomorrow. It is done and I'm grateful. And I think a lot of times we're used to working for and not receiving the covenant. So that's something that I've just been trying to meditate on a lot recently, just because it can, it does get so exhausting when you don't know how to control your emotions, when you can't sleep at night because you have so many tabs open. You have so many things that you are still processing about your day, things that you're preparing for, for the next day. And it honestly feels physically exhausting. Like even though all of it's happening in my brain, I, I wake up some days and I feel like I didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it's important to know, I, I, I wrote down Ephesians 5.29 and bas- the basis of that verse is God created us for self-care. Like I know society now is like, girl, you better take care of yourself. Self-care, I got to put myself first. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's in the Bible. Like, you do have to take care of yourself. You can't pour out of an empty cup, girl. And like, I've been pouring out of an empty cup. So it's like pouring into yourself is well, rest. There's like that and also, like you said, like society's like, okay, go get your nails done, girl. Go do your hair. But like, honestly, that just brings satisfaction for like the few hours. That you- yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so for me, it's like understanding that it takes more than, and than those things, you know, because as a mom, like I want to have those moments, of course, but that doesn't mean it's going to make me feel any less stressed out than what I've been feeling lately. And, uh, and look, I admire all of my friends with kids because me, my childless self, I am tired. <laughs> I feel like I'm exhausted. I'm like sleepy 18 hours of the day, 24 hours of the day. I'm always tired. I'm like, how? how does Michelle <laughs> literally do it? Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to do it when I have a child because right now a girl is struggling. <laughs> like this like supernatural thing that just happens and half the time you don't know what you're doing. So, <laughs> but on the basis of rest, um, it's funny, Carlos and I've been watching, um, it's a series right now. It's on Peacock and it's also on, I think it's on prime chosen. Um, it's basically like the Bible, but it's acted out, which is super cool for visual learners because you can actually see everything happening. So it makes the Bible so much more like fun and interactive and you get to learn how the disciples are and all this stuff. So we're watching it and you go through the Sabbath, you know, and we all know like, okay, the Sabbath, God created on the, on the seventh day, he rested. So for us, it's like, okay, what does the Sabbath look like? And I've been telling my husband, like, I'm so bad at rest. Like I'm, I'm bad at it. Like I can literally overrun myself like so easily plan over plan way too much in the day and like, know that I'm going to be exhausted, but do it anyway. (laughs) It's like, why? So they do the Sabbath and, and the episodes. And I just thought it was so cool that they really like took the time to be intentional about like, giving thanks to God, being with friends and family, like such simple things, which brings me back to what you said in the beginning, like the basics, you know? And so when I think about rest now, I don't think about it as like a one-time thing, like sleeping or like, oh, I took the day off. So I got my rest in. Like now I think about it in an everyday sense where like, okay, I'm going to wake up. And before I get into everything for like 30 minutes, I'm going to do this intentional time where like nothing else matters, but my connection with God for a little bit, or I'm going to go on this walk for like 10, 15 minutes, even though it's small, I'm going to do it because I know that it's 
Like I've just learned that everything that we do is praising God in some sense. The other point I wanted to get into was just trusting God without putting our hands in it. <laughs> hmm. um, that's hard because now that we're at a place where we're like, okay, we're back to the basics. I'm getting close to God again. I'm giving, you know, giving God my future, you know, working on myself because I'm not perfect. But then you have these things that you start to have in your heart that you care so much about. And then you have to let God do with it what he wants. Mm -hmm. So you finally get to have the person that you want in your life, but then you have to let God guide it or like work or I want this dream to happen or this career to happen, but <laughs> I have my hand in everything trying to figure it out or trying to move pieces around so that I can go my way. What do you think about putting your hand in, in <laughs> drama in the pot <laughs> I feel like I've always done that in my life like just felt the need to feel in control without even realizing it I realize that I'm doing it when I suddenly feel like I'm losing control yeah and that's when I'm like oh this doesn't feel good and I don't like this and I need to do something about it now um right now <laughs> um and I've had to take a step back and like really um, analyze like why do I feel this strong need to be so controlling of every aspect of my life? Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of that, I think, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast is growing up and with just my mom and my sisters, it was very much you gotta we, we gotta do it we have to survive it was survival mode all the time we were not living we were surviving yeah. um, my mom worked three jobs I only saw her at night when she would come home um, my older sister raised us for most of like for for most of a period of my life um, and that was because I didn't have the presence of a father there um, and even in my relationships now, my romantic relationships, it's hard for me to trust that a man will actually take care of me. I feel like a lot of times I catch myself being like, mm, you better have a plan B, girl, because you never know what's going to happen. And that's and, real because we want these things to work out, especially when you care. Like, I feel like you can get to the point where even like maybe you want a plan B, but maybe you're the opposite where you suffocate it. Exactly. Exactly. And like something that um, I was listening to the other night um, reminded me that we have to accept, and it's such a simple concept, but I don't think we think about it sometimes. We really do need to accept where we've come from, like fully accept it and not, um, I can't remember the word, but it's basically not wish it was different um, in order to get where we're going. Um, exactly. So. I mean, always, not to bring it up again, but like I always felt that my relationship with God and my relationship with my father were two completely separate things until very recently. I've been learning that my relationship with God has been directly affected by my relationship with my father mm -hmm. um, with the need to be in control all the time because of his absence, um, the need to have to handle things not trusting certain people in my life and having that spill into my my friendships and my relationships and having 
a literal like paralyzing fear of rejection um, and needing to people please and not feeling like I'm good enough. I've learned that that's been such a huge part of my relationship with God because like we were saying, if I'm not blessed in a certain way or if I feel like I've been striving and I've been like putting my time in and I've been doing my, my quiet time and getting into the word and I'm not seeing the fruits, um, a lot of times it's like, okay, what do I have to do better to see that? Like, and that's a result of that, you know? Um, and even in, in, in work, like I will have raving reviews about something that I've done. And if there's one thing that I catch myself that I did wrong, or if there's like an error in opportunity, I will literally like all the good comments will go out the window and I will hyper fixate on what I could do better. And I'm constantly measuring myself up to others. Um, so I, I don't know if that's even the direction we're going to go, but that's just <laughs> the manifestation of everything that's happened with my need to, to control things. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a hard, like, realization. It's been a painful one, um, but it's been a freeing one in a sense, too. Because I think a lot, something that you've always told me is it's always good to like put a name to something. Like sometimes we feel certain things and we don't know why we feel them or we don't know why we react a certain way. And sometimes when you can really identify what, why that's happening or put a name to it, it it's so freeing because it kind of gives you that clarity that, and you're, you're not just like, oh, that's just my emotions like unraveling. It's not just this. It's like, no there's a clear reason why you are the way that you are. And this is, and this is it. Um, so when that starts to uncover, I think it's a very freeing experience. So, yeah, I mean, I, I totally get where you're coming from. I think it's cool that you're able to find that seed, especially because you're like, it's, it's impacted like so much throughout your relationship with God and your life and everything. So I think that's really cool. Um, which kind of leads me to us, our, our little beautiful friendship we have, our little community. <laughs> it's funny because I, I literally was Googling today. I was like, can your temperament like change? At least in my case, I'm like, can your temperament change like after trauma or like after motherhood? Because like back then I was super like, and most people say like, you're still very extroverted. But I feel like I do that when I need to because I want people to feel like I don't like people feeling uncomfortable. That's like a big thing with me. And I think it's because from growing up, like sometimes I just always felt like the outcast. So I never like people feeling that way. So even though I don't want to like be loud and get people together, I think that that stems from that, like not ever wanting someone to feel alone. Um and so I was like laughing today because I'm like, is, can your temperament change? Because like <laughs> old Michelle, super extroverted and crazy. What did it say? I'm actually like curious. <laughs> Couldn't find anything. Like that was like credible. <laughs> Nothing credible. Because people will talk about like, oh, these are my love, five love languages. Or like, this is what my brain looks like and how. Okay, I girl. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, girl, cool. But like, can it change? <laughs> I'm like, can it change? Like, pretty sure mine's changed <laughs> because now like I genuinely maybe I just enjoy like time alone or I think things through a little bit further it's a, I think adult I mean I'm no expert but I think 
because I've seen the changes like with you and obviously everything that's brought you where you are but I think a lot of it is also just transfer of energy I think like a lot of time I at least for me I'll look at you know Snapchat now reminds you like what you did what pictures you took like eight years ago basically and like anytime I look back at old like pictures or like things I'm like wow I was really like out there like going out to the movies like with friends and I'm like I just I have so many other things now that I would rather put my energy into yeah um so I think for like I think some of it is just a transfer of energy too well it's just funny because you know when you're younger you think you need this whole pack of people and then as you get older you have those select few that are just like it's I all of my closest friends have been from like childhood. Like I have friends that I have now, of course I'm getting closer to, but there's nothing like those friends for me. Like that's just me. Like, she said no new friends. <laughs> new friends. Yes. Hello community. I like, it's important though, but I guess is. From now is that there's different kinds of communities. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a space where like I live somewhere new and so I'm getting to know people and I have to take it slow, but it's so different for me because, and maybe that's why I'm more introverted now. Just like my friends that I've known since I was young, like it's like being around family. So especially, like I said, like with me and you, like you've been that friend that's been there for me. Um, and kind of just like what I mean by being there for me is not just like hearing me and listening and just like letting me sulk. Like you'll actually be like, Michelle, like, you know, God's going to take care of you. You know, things are going to be fine. Like, I think it's important that we all understand like those relationships are the ones that carry you through. Like you carry each other through. You're almost like a team, you know, those are those relationships that I don't know, to me, it's like, that's like life changing. Like those are the ones that you want. And like, that's why I wanted to do a podcast because I wanted people to hear conversations that maybe they're not used to having, you know, like I'm so blessed that I have this kind of relationship with you that we can talk about this stuff. And I don't know if it's just the way God programmed me, but like, I can have like, surface conversations all the time like I'm like the weirdo that likes to like so tell me like (laughs) I'll be I'll like be hanging out for me it's like no I want to know what broke you in life like I want to (laughs) know you know like I don't want to know how the weather is is today (laughs) no but it's it's crazy because I remember I've been like this since high school and like people would know me as like the person who believed in God and like I get that yeah but I was always beyond my years guys that's just what it is like I couldn't have these conversations that were like meaningless because God got a hold of my heart so young so it was like hard for me to Mm-hmm. Be, you know be mindless I guess I was just be so casual <laughs> yeah like I totally I, I like it. those those in-depth conversations me too like I can't I can't do small talk I just it's grueling for me um but I'm actually just want to say I'm super proud of you because I think you're putting yourself out there in Dallas. Like you're a whole Southern girl now. Yeah, I okay. say y'all. I've been saying y'all <laughs> so much. And I'm like, Carlos, I need to go back to Florida. <laughs> I'm losing the bro and I'm totally. No, you can't crazy. lose the bro and the guy. <laughs> um, no, I but you super... in the house. <laughs> you already know all day. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Pitbull, where you at? Anyway, (laughs) 
see you can't get me started but i'm super super proud of you i think you've been like really stepping out and being bold and like trying to build a community out there where you are um and i know that you and i have bonded a lot over this topic because i recently moved as well well it's been two years now but it's been two pandemic years um I moved seriously though we both moved to new states in the absolute worst time (laughs) in the history of the world yes move somewhere new no one wants to be next to someone they don't know so Mm -hmm. exactly and like why community is important it's so essential and I've always been the type like you kind of where I just I had my friends and I was good with that like I didn't feel like I needed to actively go out and make new friends or anything like that that was never me if anything I'm super shy like I'm never the one to strike up conversation or like go up to someone and like hey what's your name like I'm not that's not me (laughs) but when I moved to Atlanta um in early 2020 I had my mom here which me and her like besties so that was great and then I had my boyfriend here and Um, I had just moved from Denver where I had built such a sweet, strong community. I lived with my best friend. Like I went from have, from what looked like having so much to having so little in that department. And I didn't realize how uncomfortable and how, um, how much I felt like I lacked when I didn't have community because I wasn't serving at my local church anymore when I moved here. I didn't have my my friends that I can call after a hard day of work and say, hey, do you want to grab dinner? I just need to unwind. Um, I, I mean, again, pandemic, I was literally locked in my apartment by myself five, six days a week. Um, I would see my boyfriend on the weekends if we could like swing it, but it was, it was very isolating. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. It was very hard for me because I was like, I've never been the type to say like, I need friends. Like, and that was never something I ever like identified with. And, but then I started to learn, like, I'm just the kind of person that needs connection. Like yeah. I need, I, I, I get so much life out of sitting down with someone for two hours and just like delving about it, like anything and everything. Like, we could talk about music. We can talk about our saddest moments. We could talk about our dreams. We can talk about our future, plan, anything. I get so much life out of that. And, you know, also with my friends being in different stages than I was, I don't like to bother my friends sometimes. I'm like, you got kids. Like, <laughs> you call me when you're free. Oh, my God. Here <laughs> so, like, go. there was a lot of, like, I felt like I needed to build a community where I was, where I yeah. can, I can have that connection. So, um, yeah, I, I totally relate. We, like you need people who are also living the same path that you're on. Like it's important. yeah, I get that exactly. Yeah, I get that for sure. I think that like like we said, like there's different levels of community. Like there's the people you've grown up with forever. There's you know when you start meeting your coworkers and people who are in the same stage of life as you. Like I think you should always have people who, yeah, are like on the same path as you are, but the ones that are on the next as well, because they have wisdom that they can give over to you too. Like Carlos and I were always talking about like, man, we really want mentors that are older than us. Cause it's so nice to just like be given the cheat codes <laughs> by people yeah. have been there and done that. And like, who just want and love the best out of you. And so 
Um, that's also why SRE is here. Like I want, I want the communication that I have with you, with other guests that we have on, with other people to be something that's meaningful, like not just something that you just hear for 30 minutes and then you forget about like something that you can actually apply to your life and not even just that, but like talk to other people about it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, whenever I'm excited about something or I hear about something, I just want to like share it with others. Like I just, that's my personality. Like if I know that it's going to benefit someone or help someone, like I'm, I'm just like throwing it out there (laughs) for the next person because I don't know. I I like when people do that for me too. Like, yeah. And there's so much that I don't even realize that I get out of when my, when a friend will just reach out and say, Hey, how are you doing? How are you holding up? Like, Hey, how's this thing that you've been working towards? Like, and sometimes when I'm answering my friend back, I'm like, I actually have How is things? <laughs> like, how are things? How things? am I? I haven't even checked in with myself. Like, I haven't even checked in with myself, girl. <laughs> so thank you for asking. Like, let's do this together. <laughs> um, so are you so ready much- to dive in? You got your swimsuit. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Those, like, little, those small connect, those small check-ins literally mean the world to me like they are so invaluable i just want to thank you for being on this episode i'm excited for it to release because i feel like this is just like a talk with girlfriends you know whoever's listening in is as if you're sitting with us val's got a coffee i've got a tea (laughs) (laughs) you've got whatever you want girl i know i'm i'm so happy that you thought of me and invited me to come on here i think that you know it's easy to get caught up in checking the boxes all day long and like doing things that we have to do but it's so special to sit down and do things like this um and talk about these topics because I think it's not only good for whoever's listening, hopefully they get something out of it, but I think it's so good for me to, to just connect with you in this way. Um, and something that I wanted to make sure that I say, because I read it recently and I wanted to make sure I put it in here because it really resonated with me when we talk about rest and growth in every season. Um, there's nothing wrong with getting things done. Um, but may it never become the way you measure your growth in life. Um, so that's been something that I've really been trying to keep in my heart and in my mind because it's always go, go, go. And there's the grind culture all the time on Instagram and you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to be the best. And even like when new year's came around, like, Oh, what are we going to do in 2022? And it's like, girl, I'm just I catch my breath. So I just, you know, I think if there's one thing you take away, it's that there's so much more to rest and to growth than what meets the eye. So thank you for creating time to talk about this. Yeah, for sure. I think my new thing is going to be like leveling or measuring my worth in the amount of rest I have or I give Mm. myself because like you said, hustle culture is real. And I'm actually doing an episode that's going to be entitled um, Boss Girl No More. Like, I don't want <laughs> to, I don't, I, I'm just so sick and tired of seeing like the whole, the hustle culture. And yes. um, especially as you, as I get older and as I become a mom and as I see everything that needs to be sacrificed in order to get there, I think that, uh, 
others as they grow is are starting to realize how much sacrifice and how much it takes away from you know the calling god has over your life for other things because it's not only it's not what we do as a job you know that's our calling it goes so much more than that and when we when we think of our jobs as just our calling we put god in such a box so i just want to get into that in another episode um, Ooh, I'm excited. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming on again. I love you so much. And um, thank you guys for listening in for today. Um, just take a moment and share this episode with another one of your girlfriends. I know I love hearing about you guys sharing it. I love seeing all your comments. Seriously, I appreciate it so much. Um, and just shout out to Val. Follow her. She's going to be, she's going to be putting up these videos soon. I'm so excited. I'm never sharing an idea with you ever again. <laughs> she's going to be doing some great things. Honestly, she sleeps on herself too much. So she's about to wake up y'all. She's about to wake up and <laughs> let me get my mental health right. <laughs> <laughs> I will use you in motion. Listen, yeah. you guys, this is literally how our conversations go 24-7. Yes. Uh, it's always like a push-pull. So um, thank you guys again for listening. Please let me know what your biggest takeaway is. And thanks for tuning in to SRA.